based on Reddit experience, what's your take on that? Is, is mankind good or evil? Based on Reddit. <laughs> you know, I think based on Reddit and if it were not based on Reddit, I, I'm an optimist and I'm going to say, I'm going to say good. But I what, I, what I will say is about, you know, the kind of like self-moderation, like the raw opinions, sometimes negative opinions come from a good place. Welcome to the Social Complex Podcast, where we are diving into the complex impact and influence of social media on brands, brains, and the bigger picture of our modern world. Here's your host, Hillary Applegate. Welcome back to another episode of The Social Complex. Today, we are going to be chatting about Reddit, that sneaky little platform that is building communities and having meaningful discussions that is also self-regulated. The people on Reddit are voting up and voting down anything that they do not want to see or do want to see. It is entirely run by moderators and communities themselves. But within this platform, there is so much data that brands can tap into and can use to understand their consumers and ultimately their decision-making habits. Joining us today is founder of Gummy Search, which is an audience research tool for Reddit. His name is Fedfolio. And Fed has founded not just Gummy Search, but also Hive Index, which is a catalog for variety of topics and various communities within Reddit to help you find communities that matter most to you and your interests. Fed and I get into some nitty gritty topics specifically around the culture that is found on Reddit, how brands have continued to struggle to find their footing in the Reddit communities how founders can show up authentically, and how organizations can tap into the endless amount of qualitative and quantitative data that their customers are sharing about their brand, about their industry, and about their world today. Buckle up and let's get into it. I have to ask, when was the first time that you got your Reddit account? Like, when was that first moment? What year was it? Do you even remember? So Reddit actually tells you it, like, celebrates your birthday. Um, and it, for me, it's now 11 years. Oh. Um, and so I've seen a lot of people recently in the startup world, like, make the Reddit account and kind of have their introduction. I am very fortunate in the sense that when I first joined Reddit, it was just to like, you know, post pictures of my cat and to like join the like the fun communities and whatnot. And then now my Reddit usage has really, you know, shifted a lot more towards the startups and, and whatnot. So long time Reddit user. Do you know your karma points at this point? Yeah, a couple thousand. I don't keep track of it. I actually, <laughs> I think that the karma, <laughs> it's a cool feature and it's interesting, but I, I think that uh, some people put a little bit more weight on it than I think that it deserves. I'm glad that it's there, but uh, after a certain, you know, like very low threshold of karma, it doesn't really, really matter. Yeah. I think it's really cool that they do have that though, as almost a barrier of like self-regulation as far as how active someone is in a community or just in general on Reddit, because I think it helps with a lot of spam, you know, regulations and whatnot. But because I am an inherent lurker on Reddit and not a huge contributor, when I actually needed something from Reddit and I wanted to post in a community or I wanted to share a story I couldn't because I posted and it's like, oops, you don't have any karma. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how do I get karma? Yeah. 
So I think it's a it's a little bit of a double edged sword on that front. It is. It is. And that gets a lot of people. I actually so I feel like I've started to become known as like the Reddit guy in certain indie bootstrapper circles. And I've seen in part of my job with having a Reddit related product is educating people on how to use Reddit. And that's one of the things that gets so many startup founders when they first join the platform and they want to launch their product, they want to find their community, they want to like learn from people in a particular niche. And they make their first post and, and they realize, hey, it got taken down because I don't have karma. So I think that that's, um, it gets it gets a lot of people. In, and unfortunately, it can be a little bit of a kind of, you know, negative first experience. I um, mean, hopefully people get past that that hump and, uh, you know, continue and are able to leverage Reddit for everything that it can uh, be used for. I feel like Reddit has that that unique nature to it that is so different from other social platforms because they do. I mean, Twitter pretty much writes your first tweet for you. And mm-hmm. Reddit does have some barriers to entry. And it's kind of like you're either in it or you're not in it. And you kind of get yeah. it or you don't get it. And the language model is very much geared, I would say, more towards the coding side of things versus like, mm-hmm. you know, the, just the everyday user. But how would you describe the unique nature of interactions on Reddit compared to other social platforms? And what is it that you see as a difference for you? I've joined a lot of, you know, online communities and in various platforms. I've seen quite a quite a big range of, of platforms. And there's definitely a couple of things that make Reddit stand out as like pretty unique to that platform. So one is just the um, you know, the wide array of communities that are available. Reddit has over 150,000 active communities. And it's it's nice because they're really neatly organized. Um, and there's a community for everything, basically, um, and some really, really wild, like super niche, surprising things that people rally around. So I think that that makes it pretty unique as opposed to like Twitter, where it's like, a graph and and you there's kind of like you know like spheres but there's no there's no like line around them it's not like neatly organized um whereas reddit like you see them you join and you know exactly what this community is about um so that's one thing and then the second thing is people are more likely anonymous on reddit than on other platforms um like you know twitter linkedin facebook and another thing is that Reddit has the upvote and the downvote as opposed to some social media platforms just have like an upvote. And because of that, I found that those platforms tend to kind of lean more towards the positive side of things. And Reddit, there's definitely some negative comments. Like there's people that will say some some mean things and because their accounts might be anonymous, like they feel totally safe. And so it's unique, but I actually think that for companies, for, for startup founders, for brands, it's a good thing because you get like real raw opinions. And the fact that you can jump into a dedicated space that has your target customers, that has exactly who you want to you know, discuss with, and that you can get real raw opinions and people aren't afraid to say something that's maybe a little bit mean to hurt your feelings. I actually think that's a, a really, really good source of honest feedback and information. It's interesting that your company and what you have built leans so heavily into that data usage for you know people mm-hmm. kind of freely sharing their opinions and perspectives in, like you said, a way that they may not in other forums or really in a way where you can kind of track and measure in certain buckets or certain perspectives. What is it within the Reddit community? Like, was there a moment where you kind of saw that opportunity of people sharing so much valuable feedback and and information that could be tangibly used for, I I would say, research purposes? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I definitely... I 
I've heard of so many stories of startup founders that use Reddit in like the very, very early stages to either come up with their business idea because someone was complaining about a pain point or to find people to interview, to validate it, to find their initial customers. And I had heard of many stories in that kind of realm. The actual origin story of my Reddit research product, just called Gummy Search. It's funny, I actually built it as a personal tool for myself because I had another product and I was using Reddit to market it, to spread the word. And so I created some programs around finding very specific kinds of conversations that are relevant to my other product. And so it, it originally came out of like a personal need, but then I quickly like put the two together and I said, hey, like I'm finding a lot of value in this. I hear so many other stories of people leveraging Reddit for their early business. Maybe it makes sense to put the two together and actually launch it to a bigger audience. So what has the feedback been so far from other founders and other folks that had been similar to you where they were bootstrapping when they start working, you know, and looking at gummy search? For example, what is that initial reaction of like, oh, snap, like this is much more than I even thought was available or possible? The funny thing is that a lot of people already use Reddit for inspiration, for ideation, for understanding the voice of their customer before they even hear about gummy search. Um, so I think in the startup world, like everyone, everyone knows what Reddit is and how it can be really, really valuable as a place where you have a you know, kind of community you can join of your target customers. And so most likely people have already tried Reddit, um, read, maybe lurked and maybe contributed. And then they they find gummy search and they're like, hey, this is what I was doing, but like a hundred times faster. So they get pretty excited about that. We love faster. We love better. We love yeah. more efficient. And that is yeah. the world of the future of AI. <laughs> <laughs> That's another topic. Yeah, it is. And, and if it can, you know, Reddit is a wonderful platform, but it's built for browsing, for discovering things. It's not always built for like finding exactly a particular kind of conversation. And so that's where I would say like the biggest differences between Gummy Search and Reddit is that Gummy Search is built in order to find something. If you have a purpose, if you have something you're looking for, some sort of competitive intelligence, some sort of, you know, kinds of, um, you know, complaints about uh, about certain kinds of products, if you want like solutions, then uh, makes it really easy to, uh, to go ahead and jump directly to those conversations that you might not have found yourself because you're not, likely not reading thousands and thousands of Reddit posts within your community. Yeah. So you said that there's a lot of founders, especially in early stage, that are using Reddit as inspiration fodder, gut checking, whatnot. How can brands leverage insights that they gain from Reddit to better understand their audience and you know the feedback loop that, that comes with it? You know, What are some tangible ways that brands and young and more uh, experienced organizations can tap into that resource? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, so the, the very like first like obvious one is if the brand is like large enough that people are discussing on Reddit, what are people saying? That's super important information. And, and that's not just on Reddit, but other social media platforms as well. Also, competitors. What do people say about competitors? Where is there an opportunity for your brand or your product, your business to, um, you know, to to get better and to really satisfy the needs of, of their customers? And that kind of information is um, super valuable to, to to drive product strategy. Also, I've seen a lot of brands that use this kind of intelligence to drive their marketing and content strategy as well. If you know your target customers or hang on a particular community 
and you notice that they're talking about a very common pain point, or they're looking for a particular like a resource, they're talking about certain solutions, then you can actually help write content that satisfies those needs. You can publish it and, you know, essentially build up trust to, to your brand by answering the questions that they have. And maybe through that, that helps drive those readers into customers. Do you find that Reddit users and communities in general are a little bit more weary of brands on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, and, and yeah, Reddit's like allergic to, to self promotion. Mm-hmm. And it's even in like the, the kind of, um, Reddit user guys is they say, um, it's perfectly fine to be like a Redditor with a website, but you shouldn't be a website with, with a Reddit account. And I think that that mindset is really important for brands coming in is that you're not just there to promote your product. You shouldn't take more from the community than, than you give. But if you're actively engaging in the community and you are helping people out, answering their questions, and at some point your product comes up because it helps or your your blog post comes up because it helps um, answer someone's question, then that's actually like appreciated. But if you just come in and start you know, posting your product, then you're very quickly likely to learn that like that's not going to fly. Going to get downvoted into the sea, my friends. Yes, it's exactly. a ruthless community, and it is it, it is something too. You know, I've worked with clients who have a very heavily indexed user base and, and customer base that are on Reddit, and they're like, well, "How do we tap into them? How do we tap into them?" And it's it's mm-hmm. always been that catch twenty two of where other platforms you can organically really build a community. Reddit is a, just a, it's a funny one, and you've got to meet those users where they're at. You've got to be native and you know, dynamic with what you're saying and you can't just come in with Mm. a hot sales pitch and expect it to go over well whatsoever because you're going to get trolled or you're going to get downvoted. Have you seen any brands do it right? Like what are some brands that have stuck out to you, large or small, who have really just absolutely crushed it on Reddit? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that there's there's a couple of ways to like do really well on Reddit. One way, one obvious way is to have your own community. And so for example, like the Notion community has a quarter of a million people in it. And that it really works for that brand, that product because of the nature of Reddit and its Q&A format. And that really works for kind of like more complicated products where people could have questions. Hey, how do I set this up? People can help each other. I'm not sure if the Notion community is something that is like you know, administered by the Notion team. But if you look at just the scale of it and how engaged that community is and how everyone's helping each other out, that like that is a pretty clear success story. But I recognize that having your own community, that is a lot of work. It also requires a certain kind of product that people will actually want to join a community for. Um, that's not going to work for every single brand. So the other ways that I've seen people leverage Reddit are for launches. If you're launching a particular product in a particular community that's not your own community, and that's where you should really be a little tactful about how that's done. Because if you do it wrong, like you said, you're going to get downvoted into oblivion. People are going to say, hey, stop promoting your product. But I've seen people have incredible launches. Um, one that comes to mind is this, this bootstrapper, Josh, who launched his like, movie uh, movie app. It was like a Tinder for movies. And he launched it. He got 22,000 users with one post. I, I thought about why was this successful? And it's because he made it personal, right? He didn't say, hey, here's this app. Here's what it does. Like he he titled it, I made a Tinder for movies for me and my girlfriend because we always had these problems of like figuring out 
what we should watch and what both of us want to watch. And so he made it about him himself and as a human, not as like a business. And it worked really, really well. And I've even seen that for Reddit ads. One of the best like Reddit ads kind of case studies that I've seen is this company. I think it's like a health and wellness company, but it, it made a Reddit ad. But instead of just making it like a normal ad, it was a message from the founder as to why he built the company, some things that make it unique and kind of like the offering. And that ad got 6,000 upvotes and 2,000 comments, which is crazy for an ad because people usually hate ads on Reddit, right? Um, and so I think the key there is like make it personal. Now, there's also one other potential um, option if you do have a more established brand, but you don't want to set up your own community. A really good thing to experiment with is to host an AMA and ask me anything. So if you have a really large community of people that could be in your target market, then you're an expert in that space as like the founder of a particular company. You can host and ask me anything. People ask you questions and usually you just work with the moderators of the community and they kind of promote this Q&A session. And those are often you know, seen by the community as really insightful kind of conversations and, and source of information, but also could be great for your brand that you're trying to promote. I want to go back to the data too, because you said that what's something that stuck out to you when you're looking at these success stories is how they make it personal and how mm-hmm. they are not just trying to promote that for their business, but why they even started the company in the first place. And that reminds me of when you're talking about all this data and all of these posts that are on Reddit that companies can sift through, so much of it is much more qualitative in nature because mm-hmm. you have to look at sentiment, you have to look at style, you have to look at you know what it, the style, the type of content that's being posted, not just how many times it's being posted or how many times it's being upvoted. So is there anything from a data standpoint that you look at when you're doing gummy search or you know that you've thought about outside of that, where you can really kind of piece that together from a qualitative standpoint and being able to look at massive amounts of content and concise it down to that qualitative effort? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I have. And the interesting thing about looking at it in this kind of way, and from my findings, is that it's actually completely different by community. Um, I have in, in gummy search, I have um, this one like report, which is what kind of content performs well in this community. And I analyze, you know, the uh, kinds of flair that was added. Flair is the kind of like tags that people can add to a post of theirs. And that's unique to each community. I look at like the keywords, the topics that are discussed. I look at the time of day and the kinds of posts, you know, is it a text post? How long is a text post, image post? And Unfortunately, there's no like one answer as to like what does well on Reddit. It's unique to every single community, which is actually a really cool, interesting thing to look at. And you'll notice like you look at the data and you're like, hey, like this community actually maybe I should be posting some memes, <laughs> you know, maybe I should be posting some memes and because they seem to do really well and not a lot of people do them, but the ones that do, like they they, they crush it. So that's kind of an interesting thing to, to look at, but um, it just depends on the community, the, the communication style, the kind of like rituals that are part of that community because Reddit is a series of communities that all govern themselves. They all make their own rules. They design their own page. They have their own like tags on the post. They have their own like, you know, kind of weekly, monthly rituals. And until you figure out how the community operates, it's hard to contribute and to like try to take something out of it. So, so yeah, that's kind of what I, what I've seen with the data. 
And then taking it even, you know, further out and looking at a larger scale at Reddit holistically, not just trends or what you're kind of seeing as far as, you know, styles that are within those subreddits, but even communities themselves that are starting to rise in popularity or in rank, you know, is there anything there that organizations can take a look at from a macro trend standpoint, whether that's, you know, people that are investing or putting more content into the lose it or gain it for health or am I the asshole to do self-reflection of, you know, is there anything there from a macro level? Is there anything, you know, that brands can take a look at, organizations can look at when it comes to some of these, instead of being within the communities themselves, but the communities holistically, like what's kind of rising in popularity or rising in interest from users, you know, is there something there that organizations can look at from a data standpoint? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I've been looking at what some of like the fastest growing subreddits are, and I'm sure it's not going to be as much of a surprise, but there's a lot of fast growing AI communities and what's kind of interesting there. And I think this is maybe the reason why a lot of those communities have chosen Reddit is that it's, because of the Q&A format, because of the way that people can like help each other learn and help each other with um, kind of their own like educational journey, those communities are starting to like really take off and people say, hey, here's the image that I created with Midjourney. Here's the prompt, you know, people like kind of dive in and like discuss it, like look at variations. And yeah, I find like maybe that that's that's the reason that you see a lot of those communities that are really taking off. And it's very, very clear that that's like a big trend. If you look at like the top 20 fastest growing communities, then, you know, at least like 15 of them right now are on AI. That's um, wild. Now, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's insane. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's like a good thing or a bad thing, but it's very it's very noticeable for sure. I mean, you probably if it was like 2020, 2021, it very well could have been like NFTs. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's exactly. like the cycle of what is going on <laughs> in, in the news hubbub and kind of the latest and greatest. But I will say that there is a lot with Reddit that another thing, a component of Reddit that I've always found really fascinating is how much it impacts SEO. Searching on Google for an answer, the amount of times a Reddit post is going to pop up in my first page results is probably over 75% of the time that'll pop up if it's I'm specifically asking a question. So I think in nature, that whole question and answering and really starting to garner resourcing from the community is just it's lended itself very well to this nature. And I wonder how much AI is actually going to pull from Reddit when Mm -hmm. it does get to the search phase and it does start to pull from news and resources. Like how much of it's going to come from Reddit? I think a lot of it already does. Um, I don't know how, how much, but I think a lot of it already does. Um, and that's uh, that was made clear by the Reddit team recently when they kind of made the claim that a lot of these companies like OpenAI are using the valuable Reddit data to, to train their algorithms. While we're talking about search, so you you mentioned um, Reddit coming up in search results very, very frequently for the questions you're asking. That is like definitely, you know, one thing. But another that I've noticed is that people love to add Reddit to their search. You know, if if they're saying, um, you know, what's the best lawnmower, you'll see a lot of people, what's the best lawnmower Reddit? And that's a very interesting thing because if you think about what will come up when you say what's the best lawnmower, you're definitely going to see a bunch of ads. 
you're going to see a bunch of like SEO optimized articles where people are trying to like sell you something and, and it just kind of reflects their search, you know, dominance and how much work they put into it. But people want to add Reddit to it because they want to jump right to the Reddit post because they want to have real opinions by real people. And I think that's that's like the real beauty in the kind of computational data that's behind Reddit. And part of the reason why, you know, Reddit is being wary of their data being trained for these AI models because they recognize how valuable it is and how it is actually what people want to see. Interesting you bring that up. It sounds like Reddit is, I'm trying to think of another social media platform that would even compare from a word of mouth standpoint. Are there any other social platforms out there or communities or tools like Slack, Discord, whatever it may be, where you still see the word of mouth marketing still kind of ringing true? Not as many. I mean, like maybe Twitter like gets shared. But if you look at like communities like Slack and Discord, they're closed off. There's a wall. There's a wall around them. And if there's conversations that are happening within, then it's not being indexed by Google. It's not something that community members, you know, outside of the community can see. And that's probably a good thing for the for certain kinds of communities. But Reddit is one of those platforms where they really invested in like being able to have some sort of public face to their conversations early on. And it's really paid off in their search results. I mean, I think the only, you know, the other platforms that come up that do this in some kind of way are like Twitter, people share tweets and then, you know, some Instagram like reels, but really they just use it to try to get people into the platform as opposed to trying to get the conversations indexed by Google and to help more people find that particular conversation. How do Slack, Discord, and other community platforms, aside from being gated content, how do those mm-hmm. differ from Reddit in as far as like user dynamics and content interactions? Like what are some of those key differences that you see across those other like forum-esque platforms? I think that the biggest difference between like Slack and Discord and and Reddit is the communication style within the community. So Slack and Discord are obviously like live chat. You're right there. You're talking with someone. They even have like the option to like start a uh, start a video video chat. Um, and it's about like having that interaction right there in space. Whereas Reddit, because it's forum based, because it's Q and A, it's about kind of taking certain information, preserving it, making it easier to find, making it easier to understand what kinds of conversations are more popular. And that's why there's the upvote. That's why you can sort by best post this month. You don't really get that with Slack. That's about being right there in the moment. So that is a really big choice. When it comes to the kinds of community that people that are looking to start a community, the platform choice is one of the most crucial choices to make because you're also determining the communication style. So I think it's important to consider what kind of communication style you want for your community. And then the other thing I would say is in terms of the people that gravitate towards particular platforms, I think that's also a pretty big choice. For example, I found that Slack is more commonly found amongst founder groups, amongst people that are more product design focused. Discord is popular amongst programmers, you know, Web3 developers, crypto. Reddit, I think it has like a wider range, but it is also people that are a little bit more into the internet culture and like memes and and, and whatnot. So I think that um, knowing what kind of platform you're your users or your target audience already hang out on. I think it's a pretty big consideration to make when it comes to choosing a platform to start a new community. So you have been on Reddit for 11 years, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts 
it seems like Reddit has stayed pretty true to its roots compared to some other channels. You know, like when Instagram came out and it was photos, now it's photos and videos and reels and stories mm-hmm. and everything else. I feel like Reddit has stayed pretty true to its roots. What have been some of the biggest shifts or changes or updates that you've noticed or have there really just kind of not been any and it, it's been steady the entire time? I would say it hasn't been entirely steady. There have been changes to the platform. Like you can see Reddit has like tried to expand a little bit into the live chat side of things, you know, with with the heavy focus on a forum-based Q&A format. Some of the communities now have like a live chat. And so obviously that's like probably been um, driven by the popularity of certain live chat softwares. You see Reddit experimenting with like video and like live stream, but you're right to its core. It has just like kept its its space as like the go-to forum community software. Part of that I actually think is because there's so many communities that are already on Reddit and it was a little harder for Reddit as an organization to like make really large changes because each of those 150,000 active communities, they have a culture of their own. They have their own things that they're used to. They have their own moderators, their own community members. And I think that making pretty big changes when there's 150,000 communities already doing their thing, I think it's tough. So it's an interesting thing. And I'm that as well, I don't know if it's a, it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I do, I do like that there's more real-time interactions with the chat, with the live streams. I think that's actually like a really good thing that Reddit has done. And, and I hope that it pays off for them. When I think about Reddit, too, as far as their algorithm goes, because they don't just show you what it is that you follow, but they also show you, you know, trending or things that you may algorithmically be a little bit more interested in than others. How does that algorithm compare to other social platforms? And I think about it from the Mm -hmm. lens of 2016, when it was Facebook everyone's feed just looked drastically different and people were like so shocked when Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. didn't win. Was that, was that 2016? Yeah, it was. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that my brain right now is exploding. I'm like, wait, was that 2020? <laughs> oh, too many social media elections. Mm-hmm. But when that happened, people were so shocked that Hillary Clinton didn't yeah. win because their feeds were just confirmation of, everything that they thought and everything that they believed Mm -hmm. and everything that they had seen. So I'm curious, how does the algorithm on Reddit compare to that of other social channels? Yeah, I think it's not particularly simpler, but I think it's maybe a little easier to understand on Reddit because it is a lot more related to what are the communities that you are a part of? Because you actually join those communities. And when you go to your feed, you know, most of the content you're going to see is from those communities. People will try to you know, kind of cross posts. So if you're um, subscribed to a particular community, you might see posts from other communities that people have kind of injected into that community because they say, uh, because they think it's relevant. But for the most part, it's like, it's, it's a lot less of a mystery as opposed to, you know, like Facebook and Twitter, where it's all about the kind of like the graph that you're in, what that platform thinks of you, what it thinks that you want to see. And I think that because there's so many more questions about, like, for example, the Twitter algorithm, we see a lot of people put a lot of effort into trying to, like, decode it and, like, figure it out. And and part of that is because they really want to grow their audience on, on Twitter, whereas with people on Reddit, they are making a post to a particular community and they kind of already know what that community wants, hopefully. And they're either trying to, like, post without 
having expectations of karma and upvotes and whatnot, or they are and they already kind of know what format the post should be in and what the community could also be interested in. So I think there's a lot less of trying to like game the algorithm on Reddit and more so of just like trying to make content for people and looking at their responses and engaging with them. I don't know if this is the right comparison, but Reddit almost feels a little bit like Lord of the Flies, where it's like a self-contained kind of like environment where people will upvote you or downvote you and you will kind of, you know, be at the mercy of your peers to a degree. And that moderation style has always just really fascinated me. Also going back to kind of that like philosophical question of is mankind like inherently good or inherently evil (laughs) and I personally I have an opinion on it but based on reddit experience what's your take on that is is mankind good or evil based on reddit (laughs) (laughs) you know I think based on reddit and if it were not based on reddit I I'm an optimist and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say good but I what I I will say is about you know, the kind of like self-moderation, like the raw opinions, the sometimes negative opinions come from a good place. If someone calls you out on Reddit, it's most likely behind some sort of logic. And if if that comment gets like surfaced to the top, it's because other people in the community, um, you know, are upvoting that comment and, and are um, and it, so it resonates. So the example that I think you shared earlier is like the Am I the Asshole subreddit, which is someone making a post saying, hey, here's this like life situation that I have am I the asshole or, or are they the asshole, you know? And I love that the community is just like, you know, saying yes, no, and they're giving real opinions. And But that even if they're saying you are the asshole, they're also probably pairing that with like logic and reasoning and, you know, some sort of attempt to help that person improve. So it still comes yeah. from a good place, which is pretty cool to see a platform where you could be called the asshole, but then also still have someone help you not be the asshole for future uh, scenarios. And for the record, I agree. I actually think that Reddit is like a shining example of how people genuinely, inherently do want to help one another and they will call each other out. And I think that am I the asshole example, like you said, that's already coming from a place of somebody having some degree of like self-reflection of, hey, Mm -hmm. am I in the wrong here? Like I got gut checked me a little bit. I've been off the grid since COVID, you know, I'm still, this is my first year back in society or whatever it is, this is the reason. But that is a really interesting dynamic that you just, I, yeah, you don't really get anywhere else. I also see that in maybe like more like professional and more business communities. I, um, I, I really like actively encourage people that are like startup founders that are not on Reddit to go ahead and put their product in front of their, uh, the right community on Reddit. And some folks are scared. Some folks, you know, maybe had a first like negative experience where they their post got taken down, they got banned for from a subreddit or like whatever. And some folks are just like scared because they're afraid of anonymous people on the internet saying something mean. But I think that for startup founders that are like early in their journey, that are trying to validate their solution, hearing those wrong opinions is a good thing. Even if it's negative, like that is a good thing to take with you to see, hey, is this actually gonna invalidate my business? Um, And should I go focus on something else? Or is it something I need to overcome? You know, these are like real raw questions that you should know the answer to. And it's okay if someone said it in kind of a snarky, sarcastic manner. And so, yeah, I think that 
for startup founders specifically, like getting over that and having a thicker skin, posting on Reddit and putting their product out there um, can only lead to, to good things. So what are some parallels or what are some lessons that larger brands or organizations that might not really be utilizing Reddit can learn from more scrappy startup founders that have, you know, really untapped that potential on the Reddit communities? Mm hmm. Um, well, a, a lot of, you know, like I mentioned, a lot of the early stage founders that use Reddit, they use it as sources of inspiration, ideation, validation. And I, I still think that applies to um, to bigger brands. I think the bigger brands should be aware of the kinds of things that are being discussed about their brand or their product so that they can improve. Um, and there are certain, and, and, and making that investment of being in tune with the community, um, making changes according to some of the things that are being discussed can really, really pay off. And then after a certain stage, you can have a community that essentially runs itself, that promotes your product itself. And so, yeah, it's 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 kind of hard to, to gauge of like, when are you in favor of the community versus not? But at a certain point, if you have a subreddit with hundreds of thousands of members dedicated to your particular product, like those are hundreds of thousands of advocates. They're, they're an extension of your marketing team. And that really, really starts to, to pay off. So I think that um, just the first step is like being in tune, being in touch, and then being responsive to the community. If someone said something bad about your product, it's actually a good thing to like get notified about that and to like jump in and to like try to make it right and to try to like put forward a positive face to your brand and that that's going to pay off in the long term. For larger teams, because I know that when you're a founder and you're really scrappy, you are wearing all hats. You are your customer experience manager. You are your mm -hmm. leader. You are your intern. You are all of the things. So with larger organizations, who, where do you see the role of someone who is moderating or really just watching over what is happening within the organization, within the industry on Reddit? Who do you see kind of owning that responsibility to make sure that it has the right allocated resourcing to it and that brands mm -hmm. are getting the most out of it? That's a really good question. Um, I think that uh, when it comes to kind of like bottoms up growth and like engaging, engaging a community to be, to be your raving fans. Like I actually think that's like a, a dedicated, um, it's like a dedicated part of the organization that doesn't fall in like marketing or sales because the people in the marketing team, like they are, they have their KPIs, they're going to do, you know, things they need to do in order to get the, get the product out there. And that might come off in that kind of like salesy fashion. But I think that like somewhere in between like product and marketing, there's this like, kind of like product-led growth, you know, role that if an organization has that, I think that's the person that can understand what's going on in the community, can understand how they need to react, can understand what kinds of things they can do with their product or with their marketing to help their users be their advocates. So ideally, it's 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 someone dedicated to, to this, but as a Bootstrap founder myself, I understand that you have to wear, you know, all those hats. And I think that when it comes to Reddit specifically, it comes off in the most genuine fashion when it comes from the founder, when it comes from the human that, that, you know, started, built this company. So I still see CEOs of kind of like successful startups, like still engaging in communities on, on Reddit, on Twitter. And like, they're, they're part of it. They're, they're in it. And, um, and I don't think they're doing so just like extremely like 
you know, with a certain intention in mind, but it definitely comes off as something that's genuine and it, and it gets them fans from the community. So let's, I want to hear from in like two to three sentences or less, if a brand manager is wanting to get on Reddit, how can they make sure that they are not salesy? What is the, mm-hmm. what is like the key core truth of advice that you would give to somebody in that situation? Even if you're not the founder, share the reasons why you care about this brand, this product, and how that directly impacts other humans, not the, you know, kind of credit cards or or dollar signs, like leave, leave, leave that out. Um, Be a human. I love it. That's awesome. So with Gummy Search, Hive Index, the work that you have done today, how can brands and organizations, founders, startups use the tools that you have created and what is coming down the line potentially for them to keep an eye on? Um, yeah. So gummy search as for those that have not picked up, um, yet it's an audience research tool for, for Reddit. If you want to understand, uh, if you want to discover communities that are full of your target audience, if you want to understand what they're talking about, their pain points, the solutions they're looking for. If you want to track your brand's mentions, if you want to track your competitors, that can all be done in, in gummy search. And what's kind of neat about that is that data is really valuable at any point in the startup journey from ideation to validation to first customers to to leveraging reddit as like a growth engine for your content to having a product mode with your own community so yeah if i'd encourage anyone to uh, give it a shot it's free to try and the hive index is my directory of online communities which is a free resource for anyone that wants to find community this is not just for Reddit. Um, it includes communities on Slack, Discord, I think like 30 other platforms. And it's mostly used by people that want to find community, find like-minded souls to hang out with. And it's also if you're growing a community of your own and you want to list it, it's free list um, just to help attract more members to your community. I love it. So last question for you. Looking ahead, how do you see the landscape of Reddit communities and even other online communities evolving in the future? Like, What are some of those trends or changes that you anticipate we're going to see and how can brands really just stay ahead of that curve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to Reddit specifically, I notice a couple of changes. Like, I definitely see more more of a focus to try to bring live experiences to Reddit with the live chat, with the live streams, and just to try to bring people closer together in the moment, which I think is a really cool thing. I also see Reddit expanding, trying to expand like internationally. I've noticed like a, a pretty big uptick of communities that are in a different language, the communities are dedicated to certain countries and to try to like make it a little bit more local as well, which is which is pretty neat. So that's Reddit. On the just like other community front, I think it's it's interesting to see the preferences of community uh, of people that are looking to join community in terms of what kinds of communities they want to be a part of. Um, Reddit's been around for a while, but there are some that are newer. Like Discord is like relatively newer. A lot of people are really moving towards Discord. Some people are, you know, they, they're rejecting Discord and they say, I, can't, I don't want to handle, you know, this, this UX. So I think it's just important to know what are the kinds of ways that people will want to engage with content and make the best community platform decision based off of your audience and and their preferences. Couldn't agree more. Fed, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Where can people find you, support you, learn from you, all the good stuff? Thank you so much. So I, I've been building my um, my products in public on Twitter. You can follow me at FolioFed. Also, if you're interested in 
guides and resources on how to use Reddit to ideate, validate, grow businesses. I have that on the Gummy Search blog. So come check it out. And I thank you, it. Hillary, very much for, for the conversation. This, this is great. I, I appreciate you having me. I'll nerd out with you anytime, Fed. I feel like we've got more in us, so we got to come back here in mm. a year or so and just see how everything has changed. <laughs> that sounds good. Sounds good to me. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Social Complex Podcast. Your support means the world to me. So if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, be sure to leave a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. We'll be releasing a new episode every Tuesday, bringing you various stories, deep dives, and discussions around the complexities of social media in our modern world. To follow along for more, be sure to follow us at Your Social HQ on Instagram or check out Social HQ at www.yoursocialhq.com. I'm your host, Hillary Applegate, and I'll see you back here next week. Stay sane out there. <laughs>